I do accountability with my team because that's what works for me. I have to have a plan and I have to execute that plan. Welcome to Success Superstars, your place for inspiration and a blueprint for peak performers just like you. My special guest today, Lacey Russian. Lacey, welcome. Hi, Mark. How are you? T tell the audience a little bit about yourself and where you're from and how to get a referral to you. Great. Um, we are in the Frisco office, but we do we service all of DFW. So we'll go anywhere from Arlington and Mansfield all the way up to um, Salina and Prosper. You know, we've got a team of four of us that work the entire area. So anything in DFW, we're happy to help you with. So, so you you work the Metroplex in the fourth largest. You know, I was just looking. DFW is the fourth largest real estate market in America. We feel that, and it's the hottest too. <laughs> That's pretty hot. Well, so you know, you were featured on episode eighty-eight. So if if you're getting the archives, go back to episode eighty-eight on YouTube.com/slash/success/superstars. And the last time we got together, you were just starting a team, and and, and I think about a year's gone by and. Um, what have you learned? What have you learned in the last year as a team leader? I have learned a lot. I have learned that um, your team can become a second family if, if led correctly. I've made a lot of mistakes. Um, I've learned to give and receive a lot of grace. <laughs> right. Yes, I've learned not to take things personally, right? People are gonna come and go. Um, I'm not going to be a, a great, the perfect fit for a leader for everybody. And um, our team isn't going to be the perfect fit for everybody. But if we truly are service minded, which we hope to be, then we want to find that perfect fit. So if we aren't the perfect fit, we want to help find that perfect fit for you, whether it's, you know, going out on their own or, or finding another team. Yeah, so, so you've learned a lot. The, the one that stood out to me is not to take it personally. Did, did that come easy or hard for you? It came hard <laughs> and repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, but you've kind of overcome that and, and, and you, you, you now have that CEO mindset. Uh, but, you know, I can't take it. It's business. It is business. And, you know, I had there the women on my team have become my friends some of them started as friends and and became business partners and some of them started as business partners and became friends and it is much easier when they start as business partners and become friends than right. when they start as friends <laughs> right right no that's true well you know we just released uh one of the industry's most comprehensive guide on running a team and i, I know you've used that as part of your uh, background and uh, you know, so many people we found, you know, starting a team too early or starting a team for the wrong reasons or starting a team without a clear value proposition, uh, starting a team without uh, properly written agreements, you know, all of those things that we discuss in our monthly team leader panels. Have you found that the team support structure that we have here at JPAR has really been part of your success? Absolutely. So the team leader panel every month is is vital to not only to my leadership, but to my team structure, to my accountability, um, to my my accountability to my team, but also 
to my individual leadership, it allows me to have the open and honest conversations with other team leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't, I didn't start at JPAR. I got here as fast as I could, but uh, <laughs> we didn't have open communication in my other brokerage. Everything was super hush hush and no one was willing to share. And right. when I got here, especially within the team lead panel and the mentorship panel, um, we, I've just really found that everyone is really open and willing to share and and have honest communication about what's working and what's not working and what they're learning, what they're using to learn um, so that we can all grow and be the best that we can be instead of just keeping everything to themselves and no one's really growing. Yeah. And we know we all come from a um, abundance mindset where there's plenty enough business out there for all of us. Now, as a leader, how are you developing your own leadership skills and keeping yourself fueled up? What, what are you doing to to, uh, to grow yourself? You know, I love um, leadership books. I love podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I tend to focus, especially this time of year, on things like The Go-Giver. I just started reading I'm Okay, You're Okay. And I think I picked that one up because I'm raising 15-year-old girls. Right. <laughs> That's one from the past. I forget that that's been around for a long time. That's a, that's a classic now, I think. It is. And it was actually given to me by my dad mm-hmm. because my, um, and probably because that's how he learned how to talk to me. <laughs> right. Right. So, um, yeah. And, you know, I, I joke, I, I joke, but it's very true that sometimes talking to our clients is often like talking to teenagers, especially you know, buying real estate is their biggest financial investment and they get their emotions wrapped and twisted and, and things get off track very quickly. So if we can manage their emotions and expectations up front, then right. things seem to go a lot smoother. Well, now you came from the teaching background and, and we see some of our most successful real estate professionals were former teachers because they're, they're able to communicate and teach and train some of these concepts uh, in, in a way that uh, some of us have to learn, uh, you know, you were professionally trained to do that, yeah. where the rest of us kind of had to, to learn it by hard knocks. Now, uh, if I was wanting to join your team, why would I want to join Lacey's team versus Mark's team? Um, well, I don't know anything about Mark's team and it might be great. <laughs> I like how she answered that, right? <laughs> um, one of the things I think we do really well um, is we implement a lot of education. Um, I was well educated uh, from foundationally. And I think that that was what I was most interested in when I got here. Uh, when I got to real estate, I had been trained to death in education. They, they wanna make sure that you know everything and, and education is always changing. and. And so I knew that I needed a good foundation. I didn't want to have to ask a lot of questions about contracts. And of course, we know contracts are always changing. And so we're always constantly learning. Um, So we do a lot of education, even in mentorship. Mm -hmm. Um, Before you get to my team, we do a lot of education. We teach something every week, um, aside from what they're getting in their mentorship classes. So um, I'm in the office on Tuesdays. And Fridays. Um, Fridays is kind of like an open forum where I'm there. It's kind of, we call it office hours. Right. 
we may we may do nothing. We may just be masterminding. It might be, hey, my listing is not getting any traffic. What am I doing? And all of us are going to run comps on that property, and we're all going to make suggestions. I love it. Um, so it's it's more of a a family team event mm -hmm. than just you out willy nilly running on your own, frustrated trying to figure out what you're doing wrong. So in in a sense, a mastermind group, a, a best practices. Uh, think tank of uh, some great like-minded people that are uh, tr troubleshooting challenges and, and coming up with solutions. Absolutely. And, you know, my name might be on the door, but it is absolutely a group of people who get in the trenches with each other and solve problems. If I don't answer the phone, they absolutely call each other. Yeah, I love it. Now, how about accountability? You know, obviously you have some financial commitments, you, you know, you're making financial investments. Uh, with us, your cap increases as you, as you grow your team. So, so there has to be some elements of accountability. How, how, does, how does that work into your system? We have accountability that, um, every week. So they are expected to do things weekly. They are expected to do things monthly. We communicate. I talk to every single person on the team weekly. Mm -hmm. It's not set. We do a monthly one-on-one -on -one that is more specific but they do have an, a weekly email that they send me that's what they have under contract, the buyers that they're working with, the listings that they have going on, um, the people that they're following up with on a regular basis, and then their plan for the following week, you know, and then whatever their plan was that the, the week before and what got done. Um, and that may be, you know, I plan to be in the office with you on Friday, or I plan to be in a class with you on Tuesday, so that I know where I can expect to see them and where, you know, what they're doing and I can follow up. Okay, so Shannon's in a closing on Tuesday, Sarah's in a closing on Monday, everyone will be in the office on Friday. Love it. Because we know, you know, if, if you're not doing it, and that's what I love about you, you lead by example, you actually do it. And we know the famous quote, if, you know, if you're not doing it, and if they're not doing it, you know, you're not going to profit as a team, uh, you, you know, it's a formula for going broke. So I, I love that you lead uh, so strongly by example. Well, as we wrap up, as we head into 2021, what, what are you looking for, forward to? Uh, I think we're all looking forward to 2020 ending. Um, uh, but what are you looking for in 2021? What, what gets you excited about next year? You know, I'm, I'm hoping that we get a lot more FaceTime. Um, 2021 had its challenges. You know, I love that you said lead by example. 2020 had its opportunities to not lead by example and to stay home and, and hide by Zoom and to do all of the things that, you know, COVID warned us to, to stay home from, right? And, and we had to find new ways. We started teaching homebuyer seminars via Zoom and, and putting ourselves out there in new ways. And that was a challenging and great. It, it stretched me in, in <laughs> in new ways. But I, I really would love to see more face to face. I, you know, I, I miss networking groups. I miss getting out there and, um, you know, even our, our CEPIs, our awards, I miss getting in front of people. I miss hugging people. I'm, I miss being at closings face to face and celebrating with people. <clears throat> Excuse me. So really that's what I'm hoping for 2021 is that we get a, a little more past this, a little more comfortable face-to-face. -face. We get back to shaking hands and celebrating with people. And, and mentally for me, and I don't know how it's going to unfold, for mentally for me, I, I've got in my mind that that's going to be July 4th. You know, I oh. think June, July, uh, once once the vaccines are rolled out and 
everybody's covered. I, I think we'll, what I'm hearing from some of the experts is that's kind of the back to normal target. Uh, so we may have six more months of, of uh, phased in things, but here's what I know, and I'd like your opinion on this. Uh, because of 2020, though, the bar is going to be raised, right? We've all had to learn how to do virtual open houses and consult with people virtually. And now they're going to expect it. They're going to expect us to be able to do both. Yes. And so now that, that we have these skills, some, some are going to either because of travel or work or business, it's more convenient for them. And if we only offer the physical option, we're not going to be as competitive as the agent who offers both. Absolutely. Uh, so particularly on the, the, the virtual open house, we're seeing, we're seeing uh, people that do the physical house along with the virtual, they're, they're getting double the exposure, and in many cases, more leads uh, uh, from, the, from the virtual uh, play. Yep, I actually had an instant, um, I, I requested a showing this morning with an agent, and he said, you know, it's tenant occupied, I'd like to send you the virtual tour first. Mm -hmm. If your client is, uh, sees the virtual tour and would still like an in-person tour, then we'll move forward. But I'd like you, I'd like to send that to you first. And I said, I thought that was a great idea. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and that, that kind of screens things out because maybe, you know. Now, um, tell us a little bit before we wrap up about your personal routine. Obviously, you're very successful producer, you're, you're leading a team, you're leading a group of mentors, you're helping us with some other uh, projects in the brokerage, ha, 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 your mom, uh, you know, ha, ha, how do you manage all that? How do you keep it all straight? And like, what's your daily routine like? You know, um, they were messing with, I, I mastermind with a couple of other mentors right now as well. Um, we meet um, once a month just to kind of get focused and talk about what we're teaching and what's working and what's not working. And they were um, mess with me a little bit about still having a paper calendar. Um, so I, I'm, I'm old school. I still have a paper calendar, but <laughs> that's the way that I keep things straight. Um, but it's, it's, I'm a to-do list kind of girl. I, I need to keep things straight. I need to mark stuff off and, um, you know, but it really comes down to having a routine for me. I, I do accountability with my team because that's what works for me. I have to have a plan and right. I have to execute that plan. Right. So you know, I'm not I was 100% electronic calendar too, but this year I discovered the, the high performance planner. Oh, there you go. And I am absolutely loving it. Um, and, and so for the last uh, six weeks, I've, I've moved somewhat off electronic and I'm, I'm now doing the daily high performance uh, planner journal and I'm, I'm absolutely it's 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 bringing it's challenging me as a leader to bring it up to the next level you know every yeah. day every day it asks you the persons I need to lead or connect with today and how I will do it well yes when you start asking yourself that question every day that puts you into a whole different mindset right yep and mine even has one at the bottom that says things I could have done better today and what I'll do differently next time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I, I love that because I, and I, I'm not one to pretend that I do it perfectly every time, right. you know, I, I wish I could have had a different conversation. I wish I would have followed up one more time with that client. I wish I would have, you know, A, B, C, or D with my kids. So let, let me read you one. This, this says, so in the morning mindset, question number four, what's a situation that might stress me out today or trip me up? <laughs> or trip me up and and 
the way the my best self would deal with it. Wow. I mean, I mean, yeah. So you read that every morning and you start thinking through, okay, well, what's what's coming up today? What what normally trips me up? What trips my wire? And, and how could my best self handle that better? I, I'm really digging it. I, I'm loving it. That's that's a great planner. Yeah, it's called the High Performance Planner by uh, uh, Brendan Perchert. It's on Amazon. Uh, so, hey, you know, uh, yeah. electronic or, or paper, whatever works. All right. Well, I, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for sharing uh, your expertise and your journey into to, uh, team leadership. If you're at JPAR, you can get the, the CEO uh, team leader manual right inside Boss. And if you're not with JPAR, reach out to us at careers at jpar.com. We'd love to send you a copy. Uh, Lacey, any last words of wisdom uh, as we move into 2021? Just love on people. Love on people. There we go. That's the quote of the show. All right. With that, that's a wrap. Thank you for joining us. And until we see you next time, may your choices reflect your hopes and not your fears. Take care. Mm -hmm.